Welcome to the Faith-Led Business Podcast, a home for entrepreneurs who want to take their God-given gifts and use them to strategically create a legacy of success for themselves and the people that they serve. My name is Monica Perez Burnett. I am your host, mom of eight with two sets of twins. I am a visibility coach, lover of all things tech, and I aim for you to live a life of faith over fear. Good morning, my friends, faithpreneurs. It is day number 362 of the Faith Led Business Podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am super excited to have you here today because today I got a word. I got a word. And the word is, there is no plan B. There is no plan B. So we are going to explore that we are going to uh, have a revelation today that perhaps you didn't have before. We are going to have a different perspective today that perhaps you didn't have before. And we are just going to be so happy and grateful that we were able to hear um, what he has for us. So good morning. Welcome. I'm uh, let me get these things ready for you here. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to jump straight in to our conversation today. I have a few coaching calls, so I want to make sure I'm done on time. So here we go. Welcome once again. We have just a few days left, a few days left in this year, 2020. And what is coming, my friends? You have no idea. You have no idea. So here we go. We're going to be taking a look at 1 Kings 19.21, and this is what it says. Elisha took his yoke of oxen and slaughtered them. He burned the plowing equipment to cook the meat and gave it to the people, and they ate. To get to your purpose, you'll need to leave something behind. Once you feel the pull of the possibility of where you're destined, you'll never be satisfied with where you have been in the past. The past is no longer an option once you get a taste of where you're going. And this is something that God has been revealing to me over and over and over again this year. Monica, taste and see the goodness of the Lord. Monica, did you see that? Did you see that? How dare you deny in this other circumstance that I don't have this when you already saw that? It has been a year like that for me where God keeps coming and saying, Monica, do you not see? I can just see him. He probably wants to grab me by the shoulders and just give me a good shake. <laughs> do you not see? When the great prophet Elijah called young Elisha to his destiny, Elisha first kissed his family goodbye. Then he said goodbye to his livelihood. He broke up his plows and butchered his oxen and fed the people with the meat. Then he set out to follow Elijah and became his servant. 
There was no plan B for him. And the truth is, there is no plan B for us. When we decide, the day we decide and we say, yes, yes, I choose to work my business as a tool for the kingdom. We do things differently because we were made differently. We were created differently. See, we now no longer have our own DNA that was passed on to us by our parents. We now carry as a new creation in Jesus, his own DNA. And Holy Spirit in us is there to confirm it. He's there to confirm it. And so our yes, my friends, as we move into 2021 needs to be a firm one. Because if this whole year he's been saying, Monica, did you not see this? Why are you worried about this little minuscule thing? Why is this even bothering you? Why is this even an issue? Why are you even talking about it? Why is this even in your realm of awareness when it's a non-issue after you saw that? It's literally a non-issue after you saw that, or it should be a non-issue. And so what happens many times as we are looking to move forward and do the work of God inside of our businesses, we go, we go with what is, okay, what am I good at? What am I good at? And that's usually where God will use you. But don't think that that's always where God will use you. Don't think that because it's a very different way. It's a very different perspective. Okay, I'm good at these things. I'm going to get even better. I'm going to profit from these things. Other people will be blessed by these things that we already know that I have. But then people will assume that that was always you. And we serve a God of the impossible. Therefore, he's going to put you in circumstances, in situations where it's literally impossible. Your own gifts can't get you there. And so he's calling us to surrender into an experience like that. Most of us define our ministry by what we're good at instead of what we are called to do. Let that sink in for a second. How long has God been calling you to do something? And we've either said one of two things, but I'm really good at this. Therefore, I should pursue this. It's comfortable. It's part of who I am. It's my personality. It's what people expect. Therefore, they will accept. So I'm good there. Or... We will say, I'm not good at this, therefore I can't do it. 
So we define our next move by what we believe we're good at. And we completely run away, I guess we could say. We completely run away from the assignment. We completely run away from the calling. We completely run away from your, your and my purpose. That's what we do when we hang out in the place of what I'm good at. That's a little check off the box of approval. Oh yeah, Monica can do that because she's good at going live. We were laughing a couple days ago with uh, one of my twins because I showed her my first YouTube video back in 2015. And we were laughing. Layla was like, well, mom, it was still pretty good for being your first one. But I was laughing because I could tell the difference. I knew who was speaking there. It was a mom who was desperate to create a business that would serve people, but was so insecure about herself. I could see that in her. She so desperately wanted to be used for something good, but also appreciated by the people that she served. Let's not stay in this place. Let's be willing to go into that space of where am I called to be? Where am I called to be? It's a very good question. It's very timely for many. It's timely for me. And he's always on time. That's one thing we know for a fact. He is always on time. Are there some things or people you need to fondly kiss goodbye in order to follow Christ? Do you need to bust up some plows? Whether it's a relationship, a habit, a sin, or even a redistribution of your time and your resources, you will undoubtedly need to set some fires and give some goodbye kisses in order to set out after Jesus and become all his, become all in. Become all in. Ask God today what you need to let go of and for strength to light that match. The truth is that once we decided and understood that we now possess a different DNA, All we should do, all that should be in us should yearn for the supernatural. It really should. Because when we say, Lord, I want to be used by you, it's almost like go ahead and imagine you're a glove. 
And the hand of God is the one that that glove will hold. You are the glove that is to be used. We are indebted to a God who has created us for a bigger calling. The truth is that we owe him a life of miracles. We owe him that much. We owe him the ability to show others that in the prayer of our father, where it says thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means it is my job as the one who decided to burn my ships and never return. It is my job to show others what heaven looks like. That is the calling. To seek first, to be single-minded, single-focused. It tells me how to prioritize my life when I start there. See, as you start to discover the call of God on your life, you start looking for ways to show him. And you discover really quickly that there are things that exist in this world that look very different from the kingdom. And so then I take the authority there. I take the dominion there and I say, no, this does not look like my father. Therefore, I cast you out. See, in Matthew 10, 7, Jesus didn't say, pray for the sick. He said, heal the sick. How many times on your timeline do you hear, I need a prayer for this? Oh, I pray for you and I stand in agreement with you. That's all beautiful. That's nice. That's community. We're together. But my friends, there is more. There is more. He didn't say pray for people and leave it at that. He said, show them. Show them. Make it visible that you indeed are a host to the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. You are a host for that same spirit. Yesterday we were talking about that that electricity that comes, that that momentum that comes when we invite Holy Spirit into our lives. The truth is, we 
have Holy Spirit in us. But he doesn't rest upon all of us. See, he's in us for our sake. I heard this in a sermon. He's in us for our sake. But he rests upon us for the sake of others. As a faithpreneur, you should be relentlessly, relentlessly pursuing for Holy Spirit to rest upon you. Because you are called to serve those people. And the best way you can do it is by having him guiding you through it. Our prayer shouldn't be, Lord, help me do this. Help me do that. You know, our prayer should be, Lord, let me represent you here. Let me show others what you are capable of. Let me show myself. Because when you say yes and you say there is no plan B, guess what? You don't even know what plan A is. That's what kingdom living is like. You don't know what's going to be around the corner. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be willing to surrender to that yes enough to walk around the corner and see him there. Even if it's the scariest thing you've done in your life, you have to be willing to go around the corner. This is a huge calling he's made on us today. And I know why he's doing it. It's because 2021 is going to be that year where it's no longer pray for me, pray for me. It's show me. Show me that he exists. And he is calling his entrepreneurs who have influence out there to show that. To show that. See, I don't have Holy Spirit in me to control him, to manipulate him, to say, look, if I do this, then maybe I'll do that. My job is not to do good deeds to get to heaven. We are not in this for comfort or for self-identity. We are in this to bring heaven here. To show what heaven looks like. To have other people say, yeah, I want that. Heck yeah. There's no way I'm missing out on that. But in order to be that and do that, we need to be willing to have no plan B. So today I want to tell you, if you're taking the safe side on your goals and your plans for the new year, 
I want you to hear me closely. God does not want you to look at what you have in your possession right now. He wants you to look more at what's available to you. And he wants you to run to it. He wants you to stop hiding from it. He wants you to pursue it relentlessly. Pursue it relentlessly. Remember, I told you that weeks ago, that when we choose this life, we no longer are the pursued. The enemy was having fun with us, pursuing us. And we would go in our corner and cry or shiver because we were scared. He's saying in 2021, you are now the pursuer. In 2021, you will not only pursue God, but you will pursue the enemy. And wherever you see him present, guess what? You will not pray about it anymore. You will do something about it. How does that feel? How does that make you feel? You're not going to sit back anymore and say, okay, God, you do this. You're going to step up to the plate with the DNA of Jesus Christ himself in you and Holy Spirit power moving through you. And you, my friend, are going to take care of it. Enough of taking a back seat and being a spectator. You are not called to be a spectator. You are called to do the impossible. You are called once again to do the impossible. That is your calling. What other people think is the impossible is just like out of this world. How did this happen? He's saying, um, That's nothing. That's nothing. We have such low standards for what is possible. He's saying 2021, let's kick up the standard here a bit. Let's kick it up just a little, just a tad. Let's kick it up. Let's let Holy Spirit manifest himself and not just be in us, but come upon us so that we can be used mightily, mightily in this world. I don't know why, but he, in this second half of the year, has just been pressing and pressing and pressing on me. You are not weak. You are not weak. You are strong. Why do you stay in this place of weak? Of course, because that's where the enemy wants you. He wants you to think that. But as a faithpreneur, that has nothing to do 
with who you are and what you're called to do. And so we are going to follow God without a contingency plan. We are going to move forward in faith. We are going to say yes, and we are going to burn the plan B. We are going to say our goodbyes. We are going to stand for nothing less. We are going to be true representatives of Christ in us, the hope of glory. We will do whatever it takes. I kind of sound like one of those, uh, <laughs> I don't know why this came to mind. I kind of sound like one of those people who's gathering people up to like do some kind of revolt, <laughs> right? A revolution. But that's what it is. That's what it is. We are overtaking the kingdom of the enemy, which is this earth. And with it would be amazing that you all hearing this right now, if you all stood in agreement with what God says and who God says you are, you could completely change the world. Because sometimes the truth is it takes miracles for people to change, for people to believe. It takes that. But nobody's willing to go there anymore. Nobody's willing to go that deep to show tangible ways in which God can work in this world. Nobody wants to go there. Everybody wants the easy way. Oh, I read my Bible. I do my devotional. I listen to whoever. Check, check, check. And I move on with my life. And all I know how to do is complain. That's the vis vicious cycle that we live in. No more. No more. We are here to change the landscape. We are here to be who we were called to be. No longer what I think I should be, no longer what they say I should be. It is who I am. Period. We set too many options for ourselves these days to run and hide from our destiny. We truly do. And I guess that's why I'm here. I'm here to remind all of us. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm scared as heck. I'm just like, I have no idea what's, <laughs> what's happening later today, tomorrow, whatever it may be. But one thing I will not stop praying is, Lord, use me, use me, use me, no matter how I moan and groan, no matter how I gripe, no, whatever it may be. Use me. Show them. Show them. Show them. And use me to do it. I will not stop praying that prayer. Will it come with sacrifice? It will. 
Will it come with painful separations? It will. Will it come from letting go of the things that I've always strived to be and do? It will. It will. And I have to be okay with that. I have to be okay with it. If I'm not okay with it, then okay, fine. I have Holy Spirit in me. Well, he's been there all along in everyone. And we just ignore him. No, no. I want to be the glove that God uses to do his handiwork. I don't know about you, but that's what I want. That's what I want. I want to see things that people can't see. I want to know things that people will say, there's no way you could have known that. I want to do things that people would say, there's no way Monica could have done that. That must have been God. That is my dream come true. To hear out of people's mouths say, that must have been God. That could only have been God. That is my goal in life, literally. And I will not stop until I get it. I'm going to be knocking at his door until I see every single one of those things that he has said I can do. I want to see them. I want to do them. Can you tell I'm a little determined? Monica's really nice, but she can also be really stubborn. Ask Jared. (laughs) She can be super stubborn. It's time to be that way with God. It's time to be that way with God. Lord, I'm not moving from here until I can speak in tongues. I want to talk to Holy Spirit. I want him to speak and communicate with you. I'm not leaving this room until I speak in tongues. And I, you, you dig your heels in. You claim what is yours. And I promise you, he will listen. When he sees that you are relentless to pursue him, he will give you what you need in that pursuit. Because once you've got him, then you go and you pursue others to achieve the same. And then watch out, world. Watch out. Because you then you have a group of faithpreneurs who are on a mission. And that's where the domino effect begins. That's where the domino effect begins. So today we are going to pray that God help us stand strong in our desire for no plan B. Do you have a question? Hello. (laughs) Hi, Lily. (laughs) No plan B. Let's go ahead and let's pray this day in. Father God, we are just so thankful that you would pass it on. We're praying, Mama. That you would pass it on, Lord. We are so thankful that you would give us 
the same DNA as your son, Jesus, that you would give us the same spirit that raised him from the dead, that you would give in us the ability to bring your kingdom here to this earth, to show your greatness, to show your presence, to show you in all your wonder. A place where there is no lack, there is only overflow. A place where the light will always overcome the darkness. We are here for it, Lord. We are setting aside those things that we have been clinging onto for dear life. And today we are here to cut the cord. We no longer want the same life of the past. We can't. We can't. We've either seen too much or we're about to see it. And we don't want to miss out. So, Father, we place in your hands our surrender today. We place in your hands our assignment. And all we can say, Lord, is use us. Use us, Father. Use us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. All right, guys. Well, here we go. Just a few more days. <laughs> Lily's pointing to, uh, to Sylvia's comment. Hello, Lily. <laughs> and we are just so thankful that... Um, that this year is coming to a close because I'm just like, come on, 2021. I want to see what you got. Let's see what you got. And so here we go. We are ready to move forward. Um, I will probably tomorrow be giving you some instructions about our last day, day 365 um, of the Faith Led Business podcast. Some people were saying they would love to see everybody's faces together on the screen. So I'm going to see if I can pull off... Um, maybe a Zoom podcast where many of you can share your experiences this year and how God has been faithful and um, and has, you know, changed things. And so I'm just, I'm pumped. I'm pumped, I'm pumped, I'm pumped that uh, he would be so good to bring us to this point. And we're not there yet. There's still a few days, but I swear to you, about two, three months in, I said, there's no way, there's no way there isn't going to be like a technical difficulty. There's no way there isn't going to be like a day where the, a storm comes by and just knocks out all the power. There, there, there's got to be a day when I'm just feeling so sick because I got a bug or something and I, and I just won't be able to show up. Or the kids have something and I just can't show up. At the beginning of the year, that was me. Yeah, God told me, speak every day this year. And look at me way back when. I was like, there's no way. There's no way that can happen. But look, he is the God of the impossible. He made me do this to show you anything is possible. With eight kids, I don't know how many pets we even have now. With multiple businesses, doing all these things. 
It has nothing to do with me and everything to do with him. This is one way, one very small, small, small way that he's showing you that when he gives you a command to do something, he means it and he will provide for you everything you need to make that happen. And here I go off on another tangent. <laughs> here I go off on another tangent. So I'm going to stop here because you guys know me. And, um, and yes, I will see you again tomorrow morning. So have a fabulous Bye. day. Bye. I'm going to go feed these children. Did you eat already? Okay, good. Um, and uh, I will catch you all ate good. So I will catch you all later. <laughs> see you guys. Love you.